Hi and hello everyone and welcome to my army. My name is Bree and for today's episode I will be talking about current local happenings. Uh, I live in central Illinois and I feel like you know this is kind of a good little episode to give people an idea from all over uh, what's going on around here. Uh, I tried to find something a little bit positive but I um but there's a cannabis story in here that seems to be <laughs> a bit positive. You know, the most I tried to go there. Um, but yeah, I felt like, you know, just to kind of help me, uh, you know, figure out what's going on in my area and for others around me to know just a quick take of what's going on here. Uh, yeah, so let's get started. On Saturday, uh, October 17th, uh, a female was shot in the back in Peoria, Illinois. And uh, this is very close in my neighborhood. So uh, this got me very alarmed. I first got word of this incident um, on my Ring app. I have a Ring doorbell and, you know, everybody knows that that's, you know, connected to whatever anybody posts on the app and somebody had posted that there was a shooting um a block away from where I live and yeah so it wasn't there wasn't much detail but let me read to you some of the comments from the peanut gallery um you know just how much they cared about this incident so you know so one person said you know the uh, exact location headed for privacy, you know, quoting the comment. Uh, seems unhelpful when it comes to alerting people about a shooting. And then five people like that. And then another person commented saying, I agree. Something like a shooting of a location, a location should be given. And I'm like, uh, people, these people are so insensitive, you know, they don't even know what's going on. But, you know, they're just commenting little things. And so by the time, you know, I was, I was actually, I tried to find a police scanner to figure out what was going on. Uh, me and my boyfriend sat and listened to it for about 10 minutes. And then, you know, that didn't really do much. We found out that there was uh, some sort of fight going on at a grocery store, which, yeah. But anyway, back to this. I, uh, right, you know, in the couple of minutes we were waiting for to hear something on the scanner, there was an article posted on WEEK 25, um, you know, that there was a shooting and it was being investigated. And, you know, I had posted the link and I said, not much detail, but, you know, positive thoughts to everyone, you know, because we don't know what's going on. <laughs> we don't know the situation. And then I, I just looked at the comment that somebody else had posted, uh, just, you know, I'm looking a day after, uh, this says the post shows the area address close enough to be able to avoid. This person has common sense. Okay. Yeah. You know, cause it does give, you know, the block of this address and I'm like, if anybody read that, you know, they would know the proximity of where this happened in order to avoid it. Duh. <laughs> so, um, the article was updated at 9.37 p.m. with a new headline stating female shot in the back in Peoria. Father 
says he believes it was accidental. And this was uh, reported by WEEK25. Uh, and yeah, I was, I just say yes, 9.37 p.m. on Saturday, October 17th. Okay, and the father believes the victim, uh, he believes this was an accident. Um, it sounds, this sounds a bit sketchy, if I'm being honest. Um, let me, I'm quoting the person who wrote the article. 25 News spoke to the father of the victim on the scene, who said his daughter seems to be doing okay in that he believes the shooting was an accident. He said her boyfriend had a gun that he was unaware of. Now he's worried about his daughter due to back surgery for scoliosis several years ago. This is quoted from um, a reporter from WEEK. Um, that sounds a bit odd if I'm not, you know, I've never touched a gun in my life. You know, so I don't, I would assume there would be a lot you gotta have a lot of safety precautions when it comes to that stuff obviously and then i looked i found another article um in the states according to the dad she slipped on the gun and accidentally set off striking her in the back slipped like slipped and fell on the gun you know um, it's being investigated and, you know, I, I, I do hope this woman is okay and, you know, I'm glad she's alive. Um, it doesn't say where the boyfriend is at at this time, but, you know, it seems that they are calling this an accident at this time. Um, just to go back to mention the previous story about the woman being shot accidentally, um, for apparently in the back. Um, I truly hope she's okay, and you know, I I hope the situation is truly investigated in order to find out what truly happened to her. Um, but for our next headline, we have um a letter to Peoria Council calls for temporary closure of Dream Nightclub. And the owner responds. Uh, my first thoughts on this, like, why would somebody slander a place of business and try to place blame that they, like, the owner said it herself. Her her name is Malika Bracy. Um, she even said it herself. She's become a scapegoat for this tragic incident, the incident that happened in September, where four. Young females from the ages of 18 to 22, they lost their lives in a street racing incident. Um, from what I, um, from the information that I gathered, um, there's been arrests that have been, um, c conducted, um, you know, reckless endangerment, leaving the scene of a crime or leaving the scene of an, a car accident. But yes, four women lost their lives and uh, apparently, they were spending time at this nightclub. Okay, but I, I find that just to be a coincidence. If you ask me, you know, like, uh oh, if I go to out to eat to uh, some sort of restaurant and decide to eat and, you know, drink a bunch, and, you know, if I decide to drive and that's, I'm risking my own life, it's not the fault of 
of the place of employment or the place the establishment I decided to let that happen it's not their fault and it's not the this the club owner it's not Miss Percy's fault that um that this happened to these women and I, I feel very bad that the public is trying to place blame on her place of business that I I know she has worked hard for <laughs> it it does it does it, it's disturbing if I think about it this is a pastor um pastor Harvey Burnett said part of his reasoning in this part of his reasoning for writing the letter uh was for the deadly September crash that took the lives of four young women just half a mile away um, does not say what church he's a pastor of. I don't think I found that information. But, um, <laughs> why? <laughs> why cause even more turmoil, you know, for somebody's place of business? It's, it doesn't seem right to me. You know, we, you know, as a pastor, you should know that we all have the free will to make our own choices. This is a devastating event. And you know. I, it's devastating. It really is. But to place even more negativity on it. What person of God are you? <laughs> you know. there. That's my question. I mean. You know. To slander somebody's place of business. Something that somebody has worked hard for. And, you know, I, I, it's a sad situation. And, you know, at the end of the article from WEEK, it stated, in terms of the letter, a code or city code dictates they cannot close a place down, even temporarily, unless there is a significant public safety risk. Closing down a place of business is not going to bring back the lives of these four girls who died in the street racing accident. It's not. Um, it, it, like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't spend time there myself. I've never been there. And, you know, it's, but it's a place of business. And it's not right to, it's. It, if if somebody were able to just reason and you know to think that we all make choices they chose to go to that specific location this incident would have happened elsewhere you know think about that that's all i'm trying to say um you know positive thoughts to the families of these four women and i truly hope that they they all can find some peace at this time. For our next headline, uh, Illinois governor says Trump partially to blame for COVID nineteen spike. Um, governor J B Pritzker was interviewed on Sunday, uh, October eighteenth, by CNN State of the Union, and our governor stated. Uh, he says that Donald Trump and his allies in Illinois 
are partially to blame for the surge in coronavirus cases in the state. Pritzker spoke Sunday on CNN State of the Union the same day health officials announced 4,245 new confirmed cases of COVID-19 and 22 deaths. Pritzker says that Trump is modeling bad behavior by not often wearing a mask in public and hosting rallies where it's not encouraged. The first-term Democrat says Trump's local allies are encouraging people not to follow COVID-19 restrictions. Illinois set a new record high for cases on Friday. Uh, and this is reported by the Associated Press. Um, yes, this is true. We reported the highest number, our highest number of cases on Friday. And, you know, personally, in my area, I, you know, I don't really get out much anyway. But when I do, I wear my mask. I social distance as much as possible. I have my hand sanitizer whenever I need it. Um, but with that being said, you know, our salons and our restaurants and our shopping is open and I've you know gone to the salon I've gone to a restaurant you know I've been shopping you know I've done those things you know but as like I said mask social distancing um I, there are places that are following the protocols pretty strictly I would think but there are a couple of businesses that I've been to that I don't believe are following the protocols but you know I do the best you know do my due diligence and protect myself um, but, you know, I b truly believe that sometimes that's just due to lack of space and resources, um, the, why places cannot follow all said protocols. Um, but, you know, where I live in Illinois, citizens or businesses seem to be following the rules for the most part, but there are a couple of businesses that I have seen that may need some assistance and the COVID-19 restrictions. Um, as far as that goes, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, this, this virus does pretty much scare me because I have lupus, I am immune compromised, and I have to do what I need to do to protect myself. Um, I don't want to get sick and end up in the hospital. I haven't really heard of many um, patients with lupus with this illness, and I don't really know what their outcome of recovery was, if I'm being honest. So I have to do whatever I can to protect myself. And, you know, we're all playing the blame game here in the, in politics. And, you know, I, I am, I have not personally been to said areas where I'm assuming um, these officials are right-winged governors, or excuse me, like mayors, or right-wing mayors in the state who are encouraging their citizens to just not follow those restrictions. I believe that's the case, um, you know, when they say local allies and officials, um, which, yeah, that would make sense. Um, this, they, they call the state a blue state, you know, Democrat, but, um, we go further south and, you know, it just gets redder and redder, to be honest with you. So, you know, you can tell people to do one thing and they will be like, you know, they, they'll want to do another, obviously. So, 
I just do the best I can to hopefully end this whole thing, you know? Or, you know, it's the world that's going to turn about the way, is the way I see it. And I just have to do what I can to live in it. And now, a brief break from our sponsor. I feel beautiful. Yes, I do. I feel beautiful. You should too. And you will when you shop at Sensations. Sensations is more than a lingerie store. At Sensations, you are the anomaly. You do not have the right to be unhappy. Visit www.sensations.store. Use code BREEZEBATTLE to receive $10 off your first purchase. I would like to give a special thank you to Sensations for dedicating this robe to me called Breeze Robe. You guys, this robe is incredibly comfortable and it makes me feel super sexy. I can tell you I wear robes all day long and in this robe, I am the anomaly. Okay, uh, I said at the beginning of the podcast that some of these stories may not be the most positive, but I promise you um, some more positive local news, world news will be coming to you soon. Uh, but for now, for our next headline, we have a Peoria teen handed sentence of 60 years of double murder. And that's Peoria, Illinois. Uh, a Peoria teen has been sentenced to 60 years uh, for his role in the murder of 22-year-old Anthony Polnutz and 18-year-old Nas J. Murray. Uh, and this happened on April 9th, 2018. Uh, and this, the person who was found guilty, his name is uh, Germonte Brock, 18 years old. He was found guilty in August of this year. Uh, Brock was 16 at the time of the murders, uh, but it seems to me that he was, you know, tried as an adult, um, and it, he was trying to prove himself to the local gang, the Bomb Squad, um, and it states in another article that um, Anthony Pullnuts was a member of a rival gang, and Brock was um, doing you know killing him and to make himself look better towards um this gang and unfortunately um Nas J Murray was it seemed like he was caught in the line of fire or he just so happened to be there um reports say um Brock is will not be eligible for parole until 2040 um, honestly, when I was 16, that's when I was diagnosed with lupus. So I could not imagine being affiliated with any sort of gang activity. Um, but yeah, this 18 year old is going to serve, you know, his whole life in prison and, you know, all for, you know, gang related activity, which, you know, they say gangs are, you know, somewhat of a family that people adopt are adopted into and 
they have to do stuff to prove themselves. And unfortunately, two people lost their lives in this incident. Okay, and for our final headline for today, Peoria, Illinois to receive $100,000 from cannabis tax revenue this year. Uh, in Illinois, uh, we recreational cannabis was legalized in January of 2020. Uh, so here's the numbers since then. Uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker announced Illinois has collected over $100 million in adult use cannabis tax revenue. Uh, and this was in an article in the WEEK. Uh, the Illinois Department of Revenue said at least $16.1 million of it would be directed to county and local governments. Uh, and this is for public safety operations. And this is being said from the Peoria City Manager, Patrick Urich. Uh, he said the city re will receive about one hundred thousand dollars due to the pandemic different streams of revenue for the city uh the uh, he said that uh, a lot of the income f f uh stopped coming in due to the pandemic and the cannabis revenue has made up for that it seems like um it says the keep the city afloat mr u rich said so thank you cannabis you know uh, god's plant bringing in money to our state um that's a lot of money and it's only been 10 months since uh, uh, cannabis has been legalized recreationally in illinois so that's, I, i'd consider that pretty well and i i honestly can't wait to see or else uh, recreational cannabis could lead our state to. It's very interesting, I shall say. Uh, I did work in the cannabis industry. I am a medical cannabis patient. So this uh, does affect me in a way. And the difference between medical and recreational, uh, there's a tax difference. I don't pay all those hefty taxes to get my cannabis. Uh, I pay the 1% sales tax uh, for, I guess, for since it's a medical, um, it's for, it's a medical prescription or drug, excuse me. Or, you know, however they see it, I don't know the terminology, but there is a 1% sales tax that is worked into um, the price of my cannabis. But, um, with that being said, uh, I am happy to see um, this um, new source of income coming into our state. And, uh, you know, due to the pandemic and everything else, you know, why not use that money towards those efforts? So, yeah, that's that's my one good story, I would say, for this episode. And I really want to thank everybody for listening to the first episode of Brie Battles the World, Current Local Happenings. Uh, I, you know, I want to talk about everything else that's going on in the world and the way I see it. So tune in for more. And thanks again for listening.